0: Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update podcast for February 8th, 2021. There were several major announcements in the H-1B visa classification this week. Today, we're going to talk about two of these announcements that we see as positive developments. First, on February 4th, 2021... U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, USCIS, announced that it would delay the effective date of the wage-based selection system for H-1B cap registrations until December 31, 2021. As we mentioned in our January 11th podcast, this rule would have been a violation of the original statute and would punish smaller companies unfairly. As of right now, we feel confident there should not be any substantive changes to the H 1B registration process and the information required from U.S. employers and beneficiaries for fiscal year 2022. So that's good news. To learn more about this particular issue, please go to our January 11th podcast titled USCIS Publishes Final Rule Creating Wage-Based Selection System for H 1B CAP Subject Petitions for a distillation of about 200 pages of regulations that explains in more detail the consequences of this rule if or when it goes into effect. The second announcement that came as good news was that on Friday, February 5th, 2021, USCIS announced via email that the initial registration period for fiscal year 2022 H-1B cap will begin at 12 o'clock p.m., Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, March 9th, 2021, and end at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, March 25th, 2021. With this email from USCIS, we are now officially in H-1B cap season, and the stakes for U.S. employers and their prospective H-1B employees or beneficiaries, as always, are very high. So mark those dates on your calendar now. As many of you know, there are only 85,000 H-1B visa numbers available each fiscal year. During fiscal year 2021 H-1B registration, USCIS received approximately 275,000 registrations for only 85,000 H-1B visa numbers, meaning, if you do the math, and we did the math, that the overall odds of being selected for an H-1B visa was approximately 30%. So, how it works is like this. During the initial registration period from March 9, 2021 to March 5, 2021, U.S. employers and their legal representatives will be able to complete and electronically file H-1B registrations on behalf of their beneficiaries. Upon the filing of each electronic registration, a confirmation number will be generated, which will be used by USCIS to select registrations in its random lottery. Be aware This confirmation number cannot be used to track the status of the beneficiary's case via USCIS's case status online system. That's not what it's for. In order to submit electronic registrations on behalf of a beneficiary, a U.S. employer must first create a registrant MyUSCIS online account at my.uscis.gov. While U.S. employees may create their registrant accounts now, the required beneficiary data cannot be entered until 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, March 9th. On that date, U.S. employers may complete the required beneficiary information and file their electronic registrations. There's a $10 fee for each electronic registration submitted. But we really recommend getting a jump on this. Waiting till the last minute can jeopardize getting your registration in on time, which can add to errors and unnecessary expense. USCIS will begin randomly selecting H-1B registrations and send selection notifications to U.S. employers and their legal representatives on Wednesday, March 31, 2021. Preparing and filing H-1B registrations can be challenging. With so much at stake for the US employer and beneficiary, we highly recommend that employers engage and collaborate with experienced immigration professionals to complete this process as early as possible. Based on the lessons we've learned during fiscal year 2021's H-1B registration, we offer the following helpful tips. If not already completed, U.S. employers should begin collecting the required information and documentation from the beneficiary now. This includes, but is not limited to, the full legal name as listed in the beneficiary's passport, beneficiary's gender, the date of birth using the format month, day, and year. Make sure you use that format, month, day, and year. That's important. Beneficiary's country of birth, beneficiary's country of citizenship, passport number, and education credentials. This is critical as the beneficiary will be registered under the regular H-1B cap, which is 65,000 H-1B visas available if they have a bachelorate degree, or the U.S. master's H-1B cap, which is 20,000 H-1B visas available if they possess a master's or higher degree from a U.S. institution of higher education. Care must also be taken to avoid duplicate submissions for the same beneficiary. If USCIS makes a determination that the U.S. employer has submitted duplicate registrations on behalf of a beneficiary, all registrations for that beneficiary will be denied, and the beneficiary will not be included in the random selection process. The process to create the registrant account for employers can be challenging. Minor & Landis has created very detailed, easy-to-follow instructions to guide U.S. employers through the H-1B registration process, from creating the registrant account to submitting the registrations and paying the registration fee. If you have any questions regarding the H-1B registration process, please feel free to contact us here at Minor & Landis. Just go to meyner.com. Having trouble keeping up with the ever-changing landscape of immigration law? Save time and effort with the Minor & Landis Immigration Update podcast. Each week, we scan the news feeds to find topical issues important for busy immigration professionals and produce a 5-10 to minute podcast that you can download easily and listen to while making breakfast, riding the train, or taking the kids to school. Subscribe now and stay up to date with Minor & Landis. For access to more articles and information, please go to www.miner.com. That's M-E-Y-N-E-R dot com.